hi welcome to my salvation journey the podcast where we talk about the salvation stories of various people from the dramatic stories like paul to the burning church stories like timothy to the randoms like philip one thing is common god's way of reaching out to each person is special and unique and it is absolutely amazing to watch i'm your host and i am glad to have you here hey welcome back to my podcast channel yes welcome back i mean if this is your first time then welcome to the family and if you are already part of the family like you always come back and you always listen well i'm sending virtual hugs to everybody thank you for listening and thank you for sharing and the reviews and all of that sweet stuff yes so how have you been how is your health how is your mental health spiritual health how is your body doing how are you treating yourself i mean you know sometimes you just have to take a break relax and just get it all together you're not a machine no you are not oh um don't let the movies deceive you you know no no you're not superman no you're not okay (laughs) so please learn to take a break and you know just let the holy spirit always help you and guide you Mm? okay yes so um today i have someone very very important and i say important because I mean she's someone that I I really really like I haven't met her but I I follow her on social media and all of that and this person is someone that exudes grace like every time I see her interactions on the timeline on the feed <sighs> I'm just like oh oh my god there's just so much grace and you know accommodation for people and it's so obvious in every in everything that she does literally because that's really what she does for a living you know also she's also one of the people that inspired my blog by the way if you haven't visited my blog i mean on my profile on my anchor profile there's the link so you can just click there i'm very sure you get edifying content yes yes i plug that in yep <laughs> so please visit my blog or just type joining into more dot wordpress.com journeying journey in like continuous sense of journey journeying into more the wordpress.com yes so as i was saying she has a blog and she inspired me so much and yes she's also a podcaster and like a youtuber i mean she just steady gives us content back to back gospel content please oh i'm here for that stuff and i know a lot of y'all so don't worry you just need to find the social media handles and huh 
you're good to go you're good to go so i'll just drop it at the end of the podcast yes so i'll allow her introduce herself i mean and if you're on christian twitter you already know who it is because she's studying she's steady edifying us she stays edifying <laughs> please i'm not a rapper but like she she's just always edifying us and yeah that's it so i'll let her introduce herself now hi oh first of all i would like to say thank you so much for inviting me to chat with you on your podcast but yeah my name is bibi vatende ikotun I'm a faith and lifestyle blogger, podcaster, and I recently started YouTube a few months ago. I talk about the gospel. I talk about our faith in Jesus Christ. I talk about how to live a good life empowered by the grace of God. And I think the most important thing about me that I would like everyone listening to know is that I'm always there to let you know that God is not angry with you so yeah that's who i am i'm happily married i live in toronto canada and i work as a communications and fundraising specialist for a charity organization that educates children with autism i'm so excited to be here thank you so much for this opportunity tony yeah so you've had bb and don't you all just love her voice because i mean i think she has a very amazing voice like very amazing voice yes so bb is all of that and um like she said she's married i see her and like desire just peppering us on the timeline this one is married twitter not even relationship twitter like married twitter oh my god oh my jesus and this oh just this, this is couple goals huh i mean it's also beautiful to see their interaction it's really really amazing so yeah bb just creates content and she's also always just trying to impact others and it's just amazing thank you for all that you do bb really thank you okay so the next question or the first question is how would you describe your salvation story i mean how how did how would you describe it like especially um maybe someone related to the bible you know just a bible character who would you relate to as for salvation so i would absolutely say my salvation story is kind of like timothy i was born and raised in the church my parents are pastors and i've actually been exposed to christ from a very very young age um even when i was a kid i i wasn't exposed to like secular music or movies it was a lot of the donut man one movies and things like that uh, my parents really tried to make our home a safe haven um free from like secular content and all but as soon as i entered secondary school or actually as soon as my sisters went to secondary school and got back they had like cds of like westlife and backstreet boys and michael jackson and i was just like wow 
who are all those people i remember being so shocked and i was laughing like oh my goodness wow wow there's a whole new world out there that my parents has like sheltered me from and i remember i also went to a christian secondary school king's international college in monia ibadan and i went to a christian university babcock university as well and so that just really really helped me stay in my bubble right my bubble of christian thoughts i mean of course i mixed with like non-christians but i would say fundamentally my background has always been christian yeah i could so relate to that i mean the christian background the pastor as a father you know uh it's really so relatable and you mentioned the donut man oh man that stuff was mm, childhood memories oh okay now i'm nostalgic (laughs) but then it was it was the thing then yes and monzion movies although although monzion movies were a bit scary for me i mean they were really scary to me so well Oh, we shall watch the chat <laughs> so yeah there's that there's mobile movies it was it was really nice and then going out into the world or let's not say the world but out of that bubble and then you're like oh wow so i don't know all there is to life like this really happens oh wow because a lot of things i i saw them in movies oh okay i didn't even see them in movies at first heard of them when i started reading books at about maybe gs3 or something yeah because my life was really really sheltered just like you so i can really relate to you and this is your story i mean so now just tell us the full gist because it's like you were about to start but like tell us the full gist of the salvation and how it happened because i mean if you were born in church or not born in church but like you've known christ from an early age yeah that's what being like timothy implies there so how how did it happen how did you finally um get saved or how did you grow in your salvation because a lot of people have been saved already they just don't know and they just keep going back to get what they already have so tell us about your salvation story baby um, i gave my life to christ when i was 16 15 16 i was about leaving secondary school for university and i remember there was an auto call and was talking about like oh now that you're going into the real world it can be scary it can be lonely you might see things and i mean i'd already had the concept of god and you know in those days when we were young we didn't really know what like salvation call meant so each time there was an altar call we all just like run out like 15 around that 13 14 15 years of age just kept running out running out running out but this time was kind of like this is it i'm going into the big world i know i cannot do this by myself i know i cannot go in the real world on my own so that was when i said like you know what i'm gonna give jesus christ a chance for him to be my lord and my savior and just someone that i can always count on for him to be my shield my protector my guide someone i can always reach out to when i feel afraid in the world because i mean 
I was going out there in the world, right? But then in retrospect, I was still going into a sheltered environment to Babcock University. So I wasn't very, very exposed still. Um, even though I was exposed to a degree to like unbelievers and like people doing different things like, oh, drinking, smoking, going partying and also getting like pressurized to do all these things. Despite the fact that I was a Christian, but I would say that my story was one of those people who had given their lives to Christ and um they didn't just know exactly what the gospel means and i feel like there's so many people out there too as well that have given their life to christ but they haven't come into the knowledge of the gospel um which kind of reminds me of when apostle paul prays that the eyes of our understanding be enlightened or be flooded with light um so yeah when i got in university i leave the pretty cool life i mean i went out with my friends a few times i wouldn't say i was one of those people that went out um clubbing like every week but like let's say like once in like four or five months when they would like beg like oh let's go let's go so of course i would follow them because i mean let me go and see this life but i knew deep down in my heart that i hated it i hated clubbing i just like it was just so much noise to me i felt like it was pointless when people were like enjoying and dancing and feeling the music and like that girl in the corner maybe falling asleep in front of the big speakers which is very funny because who falls asleep in front of a speaker in the club or that person that's just checking out time and asking everybody let's go home it wasn't just like my scene it wasn't like a place i wanted to be but i knew i just had to be there and um so even at that i was still a christian i was saved right but i didn't come into a deeper understanding of what it means to be saved and everything so this went on after university i moved to the united states for my master's degree and then that was when like exposure happened on a greater scale so i remember when i was leaving for um, my master's program my sister called me i was like bb when you get abroad i want you to find a church a redeemed church preferably join and become a worker in the church because this is the only place this is one of the only few ways that you can become accountable in your work and your relationship with god and not get carried away i was like oh okay no problem but i would say that's one of the best piece of advice i ever received because and as, soon, as soon as i got to america i was able to connect to a church where i became grounded um i started working i became an usher i was known by the pastor and everybody so this was accountability right so there was no way for me to say like oh i don't feel like going to church this sunday because after all i don't know but because i had people i was submitted and i was responsible they were responsible for me and i had to be obedient to so i'd say that that advice was something that really really saved me in a way that if i wasn't grounded in a church in a local church when i was abroad it was very very easy for me to have been carried away because there's just so much freedom in the country and there's so much godlessness too as well like everything is just like celebrated like there were some thoughts i held on strongly to but like a couple of months of living abroad i was already letting go of these thoughts like there's you can sense the godlessness in the air so i would say that was one of my best decisions just holding on to christ and like holding on to christ through the church so i know that if i'm going to church, go to church every sunday um i'm not going to go clubbing the night before I'm not going to be out there fornicating. I'm not going to be out there doing all these things that I should have been doing. So that was kind of like a form of accountability for me. Even though I wasn't like 100% 
there doing all these things the way i should be doing i knew at the back of my mind that okay i have to act right i have to be of a certain character and behavior um and that was what it was but another part of it is that it created a lot of self-righteousness in me because like i said i had not come into a deeper understanding of the gospel i still thought god was dealing with me based on my actions based on my thoughts based on my behaviors not knowing that god is dealing with us as believers based on the work of christ the finished works of the cross that's how god sees us and approves us us not because we pay our tithe or we go to church on sunday so it made me very very self-righteous and i see people and i'm judging them I'm like oh this one doesn't come to church oh look at that girl look at her very short skirt how can she wear that kind of skirt to church oh my god but whereas over the weekend i am wearing short skirts like that but because i did not wear it to church i kind of felt like i was better than these people so after i finished my master's program i worked and i had to move back to nigeria and i would say moving back to nigeria was an orchestrated plan by god even though it was a sad one i remember telling one of my friends like i feel like my next step is to move back to nigeria i feel like god is telling me to move back to nigeria but i couldn't pinpoint why but anyways i moved back to nigeria in january of 2018 and my family live in lagos right so I moved back to Nigeria and I was in Lagos. I was actually in Lagos for like a few months. By March, I'd gotten a job in Abuja. So I moved to Abuja. What are the odds of having everyone I know and love living in Lagos, but then going all the way to Abuja to get a job? So I got a job in Abuja. I moved there. I had this friend that kept inviting me to his church, but I never just went until one Sunday. It was like, come. The services were in the evening, so I would have gone to church in the morning with my uncle. Then I was just always, always tired. So that Saturday evening, I was like, you know what, let me go to church. And I went to the church and it was an experience that I had never seen before. It was mind-blowing. Oh my goodness. Like, wow. I could not believe it. The word the word was like i'd never heard this word before that first sunday it was weird i was like okay these people are weird it was like a lot of like speaking in tongues like it was like it was a very holy ghost powered atmosphere to the glory of god it was a very well powered atmosphere and i was just like wow but then something happened i couldn't stop myself from going back every time i'd be like i'm not going back to that church again like what kind of church does evening services and blah, blah. i will but i just felt myself going back did i remember one sunday i went i remember vividly i wore a pink shirt and a pink toe skirt and i was introduced to the pastor and the pastor preached the gospel in one of his sermons and i remember being so convicted like what is this pastor saying is he saying that we should go and be sinning because christ has died for us i was so angry then i spoke to my friend i was like ah, i don't like you this people's church or this your church is the bible believe in everything that your pastor sounds like he's saying it sounds like oh that we should go and be sinning but then my friend then took me it was like oh, everything this guy is saying is in the bible God made even you know sin to become sin for us so that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. 2 Corinthians 5.21 And he was like, you know what, I'm going to introduce you to the pastor. So he dragged me and introduced me to the pastor. And I'm someone I'm very, very shy when it comes to pastors, considering that my dad is one. So that's a bit ironic, right? So he introduced me to the pastor and I told the pastor, like, I don't understand why he's saying we should be sinning. The pastor said, no, I never said we should be sinning. That that's not what he's saying he's saying that we don't have any righteousness of our own that the righteousness that we have is the righteousness that we've gotten in christ jesus that our own person personal own righteousness is like a filthy rag 
And that's how we have to put on the righteousness of Christ Jesus to even be accepted by the Father. I was like, wow. But I was so uneasy in my spirit. I was angry because I was like, what are they trying to say? That the gospel man understood was that, oh, Jesus Christ came to die for your sins so that if you ever got an opportunity maybe you're about to die just ask god for the forgiveness of sins so that you can go to heaven i didn't know that john 3 16 was clear for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life what is eternal life a life that never dies that means i can never die i have skipped from the judgment of condemnation to the judgment of works so from the la- on the last day god is no longer saying bb bring out bb let's see what our offenses are let's see what our good deeds are our good deeds more than our offenses if yes then she can enter heaven no that judgment i'm no longer going to queue in the judgment of heaven or hell my judgment now is the judgment of works because i have skipped from condemnation because i'm in christ jesus and I was just like, wow, all these things. So I started going back to the church month after month after month. And I was just learning about the realities of a believer in Christ Jesus. God is not angry with us. God is not counting our sins against us. The Bible says that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them. 2 Corinthians 5.19 And I was like, so, because normally I always thought like, oh, God had one white body in heaven. When I lied, when I fornicated, when I drank alcohol, God would just write it on the board. Then in the morning when I wake up and do my devotion and say, God, please have mercy upon me. Forgive me all my trespasses. The one I did knowing and unknowing, indeed in words and thoughts and actions. Then God would not be like, ah, in Gabriel, wipe her slate let's give her a new slate let's see how she will do today then that was like a repeat but then the bible now says that blessed is the man who god will not count his iniquities against him so i'm like god in christ god is not even counting our sins against us our past our present sins have been forgiven because the blood of the lamb was the blood of the lamb has washed us clean from every iniquity so he's not washing us again he has it's the past tense when we stepped into this christ into christ all these things happened and I was just like, wow, wow, wow. This is this is so profound, right? This is so, so profound. Like all these things, I've just proved. Because I just knew that I wasn't good enough. No matter how I prayed, I wasn't sure if I was going to heaven. How can I be in a faith and someone will come and ask me and say, oh, on the last day, where will you be? My answer will be only God knows. Or by God's grace, I'm going to heaven. But no, the Bible did not let us to understand that. It says whoever believes has eternal life. Who doesn't believe is being condemned. So, just coming to this revelation of wow. That I'm actually saved by grace through the faith that I've put in Jesus Christ. Not by my works, not by my action, not because I go to church, not because I ask for forgiveness, not because I pay my tithe, not because I'm a worker. I am saved by grace alone and because I put my faith in Jesus Christ. That's why I skipped from the judgment of condemnation to that of works. Ah, I was just like, wow. There was kind of like a fire that was like burning in me so i always say this that i had always been a person that was passionate about jesus but i didn't have the right information i didn't have this knowledge even though i've been a church goer for a very long time i was going to church hearing what oh this one don't steal teaching you sin consciousness don't sin don't fornicate don't do this don't do that but at the end of the day we're still doing all these things because we're being taught sin consciousness but when i came into an understanding of righteousness consciousness sin became so ugly to me i was like i am the righteousness of god in christ jesus why will me the righteousness of god in christ jesus be dealing with sin that is beneath me 
that I have power and control over. I am not a sinner. The Bible says, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of the, of the Lord. Yes, all of us, all men have sinned. But through Christ Jesus, we've been made saints. So I know I am not a sinner. So coming into this just really helped me blossom into the woman of God that I am now because now I have this knowledge and I have this passion and you can see that God really orchestrated my path to go back to go to this church to go back to Nigeria just so that I can go to this church so that I can learn these things and now I know that I'm saved eternally nothing can separate me from the love of God neither life nor death nor demons nor principalities nor power see anything that can separate me from love of God is me saying I'm the one saying that that thing is stronger than the love of God and we know nothing is stronger than the love of God so yeah it was it was just like <laughs> I was just like wow I was just so so surprised so I would say my story of before salvation is not like the average story of like oh before I was saved I was out here fornicating, I was partying, but when I got saved, God changed my life. I was like, no, my own story is I was saved, but I didn't know. I didn't have the right information. I knew I was saved, but I didn't know a lot about what I was saved into. I didn't know about the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. I knew one gospel, but that gospel I knew was not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. The gospel I knew was the gospel that I interpret John 3.16 as, For God so loved the world, I gave his only bit of son, that whosoever, number one, believes, number two, obeys the Ten Commandments, number three, asks for forgiveness every minute of the day, will have eternal life. And that's not the gospel. Believing, keep on believing in Jesus. That's what the gospel is. And that fact that we believe in Jesus is what helps us to behave right. It's not the fear of hell. See, the fear, you can th- you can watch a movie that you say, oh, somebody went to hell because and, and cry, cry, cry. After two days, the thing you swore off. You'll be back to it because the power of hell is not strong enough to compel us. It's the love of God that compels us and teaches us to do right. See, we're not doing the right living to be in right standing with God. It's because we rightly believe that Jesus is the Son of God. That's why we're in right standing with God. And because we're right standing in God, right living is now a fruit of that. So yeah, I just hope my <laughs> I just hope this is my story of my salvation story has just been very very insightful and like spoken to you and i know it's a bit different but yeah that's i would say that's like my whole salvation story i'm still on a journey of faith for sure um where god is taking me to i'm super super excited and i'm a woman that i'm very very intentional about working in purpose and also preaching this same gospel that has just recalibrated my own mind and just made me into this wonderful person that i am preaching it to every man woman or child is like my mandate letting them know that god is not angry with you he expended his anger on jesus on the cross and so I just want more people to come into a deeper knowledge and deeper revelation of who Christ is and what they have in Christ and what they have become in Christ. We are not slaves. Trust me, Vivi, that edified me. Like, it really did. And I'm sure it edified other people. Everyone listening to this, I'm very sure it did because that's literally what gospel is, the breakdown of it and you know first um yeah first timothy 2 verse 4 says that god will have all men um men saved and come to the knowledge of the truth god will have all men saved and come to the knowledge of the truth 
and you know it to me just interpret that god would have all men saved and not just stop there but grow spiritually and that just that's like so obvious in your salvation story yes you were saved i mean but you didn't know about it and so that affected how you were living out your salvation and i feel like this is a very important um issue or a very important thing that people need to acknowledge and you know just like working on it because if you don't understand christianity if you don't understand the basis for your faith then you won't be able to walk in it you won't be able to you'll just be walking in a shadow of it and it's just so minute as compared to everything that god has already planned and god has already given to us like koa on the same level <laughs> it's not on the same level there it's just the difference is just so much so when you actually learn about your faith and know all that it entails to you my god my god it was when i began to understand my faith and all that it entailed that i began to even love god more it just helped me to really begin to love god and truly understand him and truly grasp all that he has planned you know it was it was just a turning point for me just learning and you know the way god orchestrated your coming back so that you could learn about him and all of that god is just so conscious about us and it's just amazing it's really it's really really amazing to just see how much he loves us how much effort he puts into it how intentional he is about it like he's not doing it shabbily when you understand salvation plan he's not he don't just do it anyhow he he was so intentional about it oh my god i saw a tweet somewhere and the person said um god brought down the bar so low because he loved us so much that all you just had to do was believe and that's the starting point once you believe you have gained access to god and then you now grow spiritually so god meets you where you are by just believing and he helps you to journey to where you want to be i mean where you ought to be in him and that's just our whole faith life thank you bb for sharing that thank you i really appreciate it and yeah we all really appreciate it um the next the next question is how did your faith affect your choice of career your choice of what to do next how did your faith affect it i mean you're you work with ngos you're all about impacting life was it your faith that caused that or how did it affect it majorly? Wow, I really like this question because I've never really thought about it. Um, I would say that being saved has really, really helped me to be intentional in my career choices. Like there's some certain things I can't do. For example, I work in the not-for-profit industry and I'm very, very intentional about creating my career there because I want to live a life that is impactful. I want to use my skills. I want to use my passion, my education to impact the life of other people. So all my career, I've only worked in 
um, charity organizations so from helping people children in cambodia get education when i was in nigeria i was actually working with an organization that helps people that couldn't afford surgery get high-tech surgery for their health now i currently work for an organization that helps children with autism so i'll say yeah that's really really helped me choose because now i know i don't want to do a job that is not impacting people's lives i don't want to do a job that would not live somebody's life better than what when i met them even though if it's me contributing to that work even if i'm not the one doing it directly but i would strongly say that has really really influenced my career choice wow wow that's that's just amazing y'all can you see why i just really love bb i mean and one of my favorite scripture is ephesians 4 29 and it says um let your words be gifts to others i mean the second part do not let um let no evil or foul thing come out of your mouth but let every word you communicate be a blessing a gift to others and that's literally how i see bb just communicating life and blessings by every word and it's just i've said i think i've said this like a lot of time but you're just really amazing baby you are you are and it's not like i'm saying that you don't have your um faults or anything but i just love how you comport yourself out there and you know just take people in with grace and i pray that god will continue to help you with this and that leads me to the next question because um we're all we're all human right and there's just going to be that human element popping up once in a while we get tired we get frustrated we get we act like humans okay so how would you say that your daily work is as in how has christianity affected christianity affected your daily work how has salvation affected your daily work because just the events there is the daily work and how is it like how has believing this helped you to live daily because a lot of people are safe but the daily work is seems to be a problem so how how do you do this how do you merge it what do you do exactly so i would absolutely say my daily work has been amazing my daily work with god has been amazing see sometimes i had to come to that place of saying that okay my praying and fasting is not what determines my standing with god it is only a fruit of where i stand with god my pain of tight is not because i want god to bless me and to shut the devourer for my sake I know that I am the blessed of God because Abraham's blessings are mine. And I know that the devourers, they can't even find me because I am in Christ Jesus. And because I have been given the power over principalities and powers and rulers of darkness. So which devourer wants to find me? So there's just been this confidence of knowing who I am in Christ. And it's because of that confidence that I can have a relationship with God. 
like we have to understand many times we'll be praying for forgiveness of sins oh see um for the sins i've knowingly and unknowingly indeed in word in thought and action and i'm like no it's not because we ask for forgiveness of sins that we are forgiving forgiveness came in christ because of the blood that was shed if you look at the old testament it's not begging that led to forgiveness of sin the bible said the soul that sins shall die so how did the old testament people um atone for their sins through sacrifice the blood of calves and um, cows and um bulls that's what gave atonement for sin it wasn't begging and pleading and crying which is why in the new testament what gives us atonement for sin is the blood of jesus the Bible doesn't understand that jesus died for the world once and for all so that blood in that blood of jesus there's provision for past present future sins past present future generations everyone who believed in believes in jesus we are washed clean we are justified so like just knowing all these things makes my work so much more easy when i want to talk to god i'm not talking to god like oh i'm scared no i speak to him boldly father to son because i am a son of god I'm a citizen of heaven. I'm just an ambassador here on earth. So there's this boldness knowing that I can never be condemned. I can never be rejected. So if you know that your father, there's nothing you can do that will make your father condemn or reject you. There will be so much more boldness in talking to him every day, in reading his word every day, in having that relationship and that intimacy with you because you know there's nothing that you can do that will, will let him say, oh no, I don't want you anymore. So yeah, my daily work has just been beautiful because I have this knowledge. I know who I am in Christ. I know who I am in Christ. I would say that's a truth that's helped me. We have to come into understanding of who we are in Christ. I actually blogged about this. If you go to my blog, www.bblamo04, I have a blog entry called Key Identities of the Believer. He explains in summary who we are in Christ. We are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. We are a new creation. See, the the believer doesn't have a past so whether you're a pedophile you're homosexual or you were a fornicator adulterer in your before you came into christ that does not exist the believer doesn't have a past the believer doesn't have a past so coming into this knowledge of who you are in christ has really really helped me now knowing that i'm dead to sin Sin has no power over him. It's not before that I'll just be doing things that I, 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 I want to do. But many people don't know they are dead to sin. That's why when the devil brings something sinful for them to do, they think they, they are powerless. They think, oh, they must succumb to the devil. But no, as a believer, we are dead to sin. So these are the things. I would say I still have daily challenges because sometimes we know these things. But when it comes to application, we might not be able to easily apply it to our day-to-day lives. So I know that those are some challenges I still have to overcome, especially when it comes to strongholds. What are strongholds? Strongholds are mindsets, right? Mindsets that makes us to see things the way they are not. So there are certain strongholds include like, oh, village people. Who is village people? So those kind of certain strongholds like dreaming, like, oh, my dream is my reality. No, in Christ dreams are what you make of it if you today you dream that they gave you food in the dream you wake up and say thank you jesus for providing for me shame to the devil glory to god so there's still some certain strongholds that are being pulled down through the power of god and every day day after day i'm bringing everything to submission to obedience of christ so i would say that those are my challenges right now and it only goes from glory to glory praise god amen
hallelujah oh my jesus are you guys snapping your fingers because i'm snapping my fingers here i like you know a teacher when you encounter one and bibi has taught us the word like she has called us and i love i love how the fervency in your voice bibi it's so um fervent (laughs) but like you're so passionate about it and to be honest i feel like every christian should should be as passionate as this about the gospel because it is urgent ah if the if the gospel is true and other people are going to miss eternal life if they don't believe in jesus ah oh there's a problem there's a problem because i think more than half of the world has to believe this so there's still work to be done Thank you, Bibi, for always shedding your, you know, spreading light. Thank you. Thank you for always taking the work of the Father so seriously. I truly appreciate it. There are any things I can highlight from what you were saying and what you just said. But one of the major things I would say is know who you are. If you know who you are, it, it, it will just make your life much um it will make it you have direction and you will know what to do by time joseph prince says bright believing would always lead to right living what you believe affects how you live there are times when i'm i'm about to get so mad and so angry and you know what i just keep repeating to myself i'm the righteousness of god in christ jesus anger does not dwell inside of me i live in love constantly and rather than fight anger i confess who i am and to be honest it works way better than fighting anger it works way better i've seen it oh it works way better and coming from me i have i have been born into faith i make a pastor's child so i had years of experience trying to be holy without realizing that i had already been made holy i just had to start leaving it out i have a whole blog post on this and you can just check it out there's so much to learn about Christianity. i i marvel at the fact that people come into faith and they just feel like you know just because it's faith they can't handle it anyhow it's a free thinking society no just as the way you learn about everything you learn about any new skill when you come into faith you have to learn about the things that govern faith you have to learn about it and understand it because that's the only way that you grow christianity is not just do it anyhow there are specifics and if you don't follow it you will not see the particular results that you're supposed to see when you are faced with daily challenges because you are human and yes you know some of these things but you have not yet started um working in them it doesn't make you any less of who you are it really doesn't you just continue to confess who you are till your mind takes over until your mind is captured into the knowledge of christ because it took i mean many people were maybe in the world for so long and yes their mindset has been built into wrong beliefs and it would take continuous 
pouring in of the right belief to actually wash out those wrong beliefs so you have to be continuous and intentional about it like bb said you have to know who you are not what you heard not what you've heard from other people but truly just know who you are and understand it will help your life so much better thank you really for like coming on thank you i really truly appreciate you for taking your time and just sharing with everybody thank you so much yes so um is there anything you like to say with say to everybody before you leave i would first like to say thank you so much Tony, for this amazing time on your podcast um more grace more power to you i pray that everything will just continue to become easier for you and for you go from glory to glory um i'd like to say thank you to every listener too as well i just hope my story has inspired something in you and maybe encouraged you um as you go through your own faith walk with jesus christ i pray that you continue to be strengthened and i pray that the eyes of your understanding will be flooded with light um you can find me on my website www.bibilamo04.com and also find me on youtube bibibatine ikotun i have really cool videos uh just like my last word is that god is not angry with you i just want you to know that and believe that thank you so much Doreen. it's been an amazing time here amen and amen thank you bb thank you so much yes so you all can just like check her out on face um on instagram and twitter trust me bb tweets edifying content like edifying content top notch i can vouch for this anywhere and anytime and any day and on youtube hmm, just amazing stuff feed yourself constantly with things that edify you and you see yourself grow so much yay so we've come to the end of another episode oh it's always fun talking about the gospel yes it's always edifying just brings so much joy yeah 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 so um if you haven't reached out to me on social media or you haven't connected me with me on social media mm, um i don't i don't stand are we fighting just reach out to me let's resolve this fight because i'm not getting why you're not connecting to me okay so let's resolve this yep and if you haven't read my blog if you don't i have a blog and you haven't read it oh my god you're missing out on so much yes i can say that you are missing out on so much so please do well to read it all right yeah you'll be edified I, I trust that you will be i mean mindset change and you just begin to see god in the light of who he truly is yes um so you can just follow me on social media reach out to me my dms are always always open just reach out to me feel free you know so my links the links will be available on my anchor profile and you can send me a voice message yes do that let's let's talk or if you have anything you would like us to talk about on the podcast you just need clarification on or you want me to write about on my blog you know just send me send me a message i'm here for y'all i'm here for y'all yes so um i pray that this word 
as always will be seeds in your heart that will grow and germinate into all that God will have it germinate. I pray that you begin to bring forth fruits of righteousness and that you would see grace for what it is. Not as a license to sin, but a license to live above sin because that's how you have been made to live. We sin far below you already and you begin to live out that reality. I pray that you are helped this way even more than before. And I also pray that for BBB that she's continually helped of God in all that she does and her home continually prospers and flourishes even as God has deemed it to happen. Thank you guys for this week. Thank you for always listening. I love you. Don't forget to share. And yes, if you're listening to it on any platform that is subscribable, please subscribe and tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to listen to this and let's all go together. Alright? Love you all. I'm sending virtual hugs. Bye.